What's up, everybody? I'm Sarah. I'm Sam. And I'm Bobby. And this is Unsolved Mayhem. everybody to another episode of unsolved mayhem and welcome to the new listeners before we get started on today's episode shameless shout out check out our other show speaking of missing persons if you like this you'll almost undoubtedly like speaking of missing persons so go check that out uh don't forget to subscribe leave us five stars wherever you're listening and we have a patreon you can check out anyway i'll uh dig more into that kind of stuff at the end of the episode So, Sarah, what are we talking about today? We're talking about the Tuscumbia Space Penguins. Oh, that's right. Yes, you did say we were going to talk about Space Penguins. Space Penguins. Which doesn't make sense to me. No. Are they sponsored by Red Bull? I mean, maybe. They do move fast. Wait a minute. (laughs) Hold on a second. Is this... Like, it's something, and it's called Space Penguins, but it's actually not. Like, kind of like those, uh, what are those little amoeba-sized fucking animals? They call them some kind of bear. You know what I'm talking about? No. Do you know what I'm talking like about? Like a gummy no. bear? No. Like, uh, uh, hold on. Amoeba bears? <laughs> well, now I'm just going to call them gummy bears. <laughs> Space penguins in Missouri. You know, a tardigrade, which is also known as tardigrades, known colloquially as water bears or moss piglets. Moss piglets. Yeah, but but they are microscopic. Oh, uh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Okay, water bears. Yeah. Like uh, a water bear. Yeah. But it's actually. Nothing like a bear. It's got eight fucking legs, and you can only see it under a microscope. Yeah, it looks like a freaking uh, ear mite. I was going to say, it looks like some type of mite, almost. It looks like something straight out of a fucking Tremors movie, is what it looks like. (laughs) Have you ever looked at an ear mite under a microscope? I have never looked at anything under a microscope. It's fun. Looking under a microscope is fun, especially when what you're looking at is moving really fast. No, mm. thanks. <laughs> it's like my obsession with the lice TikTok videos oh. that I send to Samantha all the time. Oh my god, gross. I thank you for don't just yeah, don't no. send that to me. Thank I'll you for send don't them doing to the that. Group, the group message. No, the D and D message. Don't do that. <laughs> no, thank you. No. No. <laughs> you just have everybody vomiting at one time. That'd be great. Okay. So it was the winter of 1967, Valentine's Day to be exact. Okay. The day of love. When 64-year-old farmer Claude Edwards went out to do his morning chores around his farm. He lived on a remote piece of land near Tuscumbia, Missouri. So it wasn't quite 
there. There, but almost there. Okay. He was a hardworking, genuine Midwesterner that did not have time for foolishness. Well, who does? So when he left his house that morning and headed towards his barn, he was not prepared for what he was about to see. Sitting in one of his fields. A penguin? The first thing that struck Claude as weird this morning was that all of his cows in the east field were gazing in the same direction. When he followed their gaze through a grove of trees, he couldn't believe what he was looking at. There was a massive grayish-green mushroom-shaped object perched on top of a circular tube sitting in the middle of his meadow across from the barn. I'm trying to picture this in my head. So and just think I'm of a mushroom. Is, yeah, straight out of like an, uh, a, a psychedelic trip, though. Right. Like there's a pipe coming out of the ground, and on top of it is this big multicolored mushroom. Yeah. It's a mushroom ship. What, and somewhere nearby, is there a Grateful Dead concert going on? Probably not. Unsure what to think, he continued to the barn never taking his eyes off this craft. He shut the doors and, like, latched them. He was like, I gotta secure this barn really quick. Once the barn was secure, he went closer to the object to get a better look. As if everything wasn't strange enough, Claude noticed a group of tiny creatures hastily swarming beneath this UFO. Now, when you say tiny... How small are we talking? I'm going to I'm going to tell you. Okay. <laughs> I'm picturing like mini, you know. They're not that 3 small. inch tall penguins. <laughs> They're not that small. He later estimated he was about 70 feet from the craft with two fences and some cows in between them. He was not happy that these creatures were scaring his cows and trespassing on his farm even if they were from a different planet. He was pissed. Samantha's rolling her eyes right now. It's just like... I can, all I can think of is men in black. Sugar. <laughs> Water. Right. <laughs> right. It's just the nonchalantness of like... I don't care seeing what the a hell multi- you are. <laughs> right. <laughs> He's a no-nonsense farmer. <laughs> Get the fuck off my farm. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> he climbed the first fence and headed in their direction. When he was at the second fence, he noticed the creature started to move in a more agitated fashion. Claude would later describe them as being three feet tall with a grayish-green complexion that matched their ship, and in a drawing he did, they appeared to either not have arms or were just moving so fast he couldn't get the shape of their arms. Like hummingbird style? Yeah, or like penguin, where they're like up and tucked in your body and you can't really... (laughs) Either way. He also claimed they were wearing goggles or just had, like, really large, wide-set black eyes. It's hard to tell. They had some kind of protrusion from their nose and where their nose and mouth should be. So it reminded me of, like, remember those, I want to say Fraggle Rock, but I don't think it was Fraggle Rock. There was, like, another cartoon back then where the dudes had, like, the, they were kind of, like, anteaters. You talking about yeah. Gonzo from the Muppets? No. It was like a, I don't know. They had like the thing and they would 
sucked shit off the ground. Maybe it was before your time. Anyway, he yeah, says they ringing a bell for me. No, <laughs> he said they looked like little green penguins because they had no visible neck. So this is where he first describes them as being penguins. Gotcha. Okay. Claude watched as these bizarre creatures buzzed back and forth directly beneath this odd craft, their arms swinging frantically at their sides. It reminded me of a penguin. At this point, convinced he was looking at a UFO, he picked up a pair of rocks and, like, big rocks and (laughs) approached. His Mm -hmm. goal was to throw them at the craft to put a hole in it so they couldn't leave. Okay, solid plan. Yeah. I like that idea. When he was within 15 feet from the UFO, he was stopped by a force field that he could not see or feel with his hands, but it had a pressure about it, he said. He Hmm. would say, quote, I thought I was going right up to it. I got up there, and there it was, and I just walked up against a wall. Okay. (laughs) I walked right up there, and there it was. Mm Mm-hmm. Getting this close did give him a better look at the space penguins, as he would start to call them, and their vehicle. He said the vehicle was soundless with a metallic surface that was smooth and seamless like shiny silk. To him, the curved top was about 18 feet in diameter and nearly 8 feet at its apex. The stem-like tube that was supporting it was made from the same material and was not much taller than the beings that were underneath it. So it was only a little bit taller than three feet tall. The tube, right. not the... And then plus the mushroom top. Okay. Yeah. So this is a little thing. So is he seeing fairies is the question. I mean... Leprechauns. I'm at a loss. Maybe. Maybe he found the Keebler elves. Or maybe he <laughs> found the end of the rainbow. <laughs> They were busy making cookies, man. That or, yeah, he found the leprechauns and they were just trying to cobble their way, you know, do their thing, make all their shoes. Some folks accidentally pop in from the Feywild like, what's up, y'all? Shit, am I <laughs> supposed to be here? He also noticed evenly spaced oval portals that were 12 inches long and 12 inches apart. They were around the lower rim of the saucer, and each one of these ovals had a dazzling array of colors radiating from them. That's why I think it's funny that Bobby said is like a multicolored Grateful Dead concert. Yeah. Because it technically was. He said, quote, the object just looked like a big shell, grayish green looking outfit. And underneath there were oblong holes where the lights were coming out. They were so bright you couldn't see when you got up there as if a color wheel was turning inside the thing. He backed away 10 feet and hurled one of the rocks straight into the wall. It bounced off the invisible force field (laughs) and hit Mm -hmm. the ground. He threw the second rock harder, and it skipped over the force field and landed on the other side. 
This seemed to startle the creatures, and they quickly disappeared behind, I can't even say this word, the shaft of the craft, (laughs) (laughs) and then went into the craft. It lurched towards him three times before lifting off the ground and soared away at tremendous speeds heading toward St. Elizabeth, which is located northeast of Tuscumbia. Claude would later tell his story to a UFO investigator named Ted Phillips, but he didn't do this really willingly. Like, I guess his brother knew this guy who knew this guy, and then... (laughs) Who knew this guy's brother? Right. He did not really have anything to gain by telling what he saw that day. At the time and where he lived, he would have been ridiculed. The only reason he agreed to tell Ted was because he promised Claude he would not release his name until Claude passed away. Ted said, quote, When I arrived at the farm, we visited for several minutes, gaining his confidence that I would not reveal his name or location until his death. He didn't like talking about the sighting at first, but became more comfortable as we discussed the weather and farming. I asked him to relive the event in real time, and we began on his front porch, which faces the large barn near the landing. So most investigators believe Claude was telling the truth, because he never got any publicity or money. So why would he lie? Yeah. There was also trace evidence left behind in the field that Ted found and said, quote, when I arrived at the site, the traces were still quite visible. It was one meter in diameter in a slightly irregular circle where the soil was extremely dehydrated in contrast with the surrounding soil. Odd. So Very. the question is, do you believe there were really space penguins in Missouri? Okay, this is a loaded question. <laughs> um, because do I believe that there's other life out there? 100%. I think it'd be foolish to think that we on this planet are an isolated incident considering the number of planets out there. Okay, so I'm just going to throw that out there as a baseline. I don't think we're the only life in the universe. Whether or not they have any interest in coming here, much less fucking middle of nowhere Missouri. But maybe it was an accident. Maybe that's what they were doing under the ship is trying to fix it so they could get the hell out of here. I mean, that's Make what I would be doing. in 10 parsecs instead? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I'm just picturing a bunch of lemmings, you know, like running back and forth that's and bumping into each other. About. The lemmings, the game. Oh, they okay. had the little... They did. They were like yes. bodies with a nose. Okay. That's what I was talking about. I was like, I know there's some kind of little creature that when we were kids. Yeah, I just see them all just like <laughs> beep, 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 like yes. bumping into each other and like switching yeah. directions. It was the game. But I loved that game. I mean, Claude did have a cow farm. Okay. Potentially, Claude ate the wrong kind of mushroom. Okay. And he had a very interesting day that day. He was in his 60s. Hey. You know what? Uh, my <laughs> grandfather recently told me that he tried a pot gummy for the first time in his, in his entire life. 
He's in his 80s. But it was accidental. <laughs> that no, was a... that was not accidental. How high he got was accidental. He didn't realize how high he was going to oh, get. Oh, I thought, I thought he thought they were CBD. No, he knew what they were. Oh. He knew full well what they were. Gotcha. He just ate too much of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, though, you're talking about a no, like, I'm thinking about the dudes we grew up with in Kentucky, like those no, not like our dad. He's like, no nonsense. Nothing shocks me like this is all this is bullshit. That Aquarius mentality. And I just picture like our own dad walking out there and seeing space penguins and being like, let's get my gun. <laughs> They're trespassing. <laughs> He would probably just throw his hands up at it and be like, uh, hopefully they leave. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't think he made it. I personally don't think he made it up. I think he saw space penguins. I think he saw something. He saw something that was unusual to him that he had never seen before. Yeah. What that may have actually been, who knows? We'll never know. I don't That's know. why it's I'm, an I'm unsolved gonna, mystery. I'm going to say that it's possible, but unlikely. I don't know. I don't know. I'm leaning towards. I'm just going to side with Claude just because. You know what? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's not like he didn't get paid. He never went public with his story. Nobody even knew his story until he passed away. That's true. And he stuck to his story. He stuck to his story. Space penguins in Missouri. Hmm. I agree, though. Why Missouri? I'm thinking ship malfunction. <laughs> The the crash reason, landing. It's the only reason anyone stops in Missouri. Yeah, accidentally. A ship, <laughs> ship malfunction. Yeah. All right. Well, if you enjoyed this episode, make sure you let us know. Leave us five stars. Hit that subscribe button. Give us a thumbs up. Whatever. You know, just like the show and share it with someone you know, coworker, a family, a friend, whoever. Um, if you have a case you want to hear on the show, send that to our email, unsolvedmayhem at gmail.com. Don't forget to check out the Patreon, get bonus episodes every other weekend, a shout-out on the regular show, and uh, some other little goodies, which we're working on expanding upon. Does anyone have any final thoughts? Uh, space penguins are real. They're a real thing. They believe, believe Claude. <laughs> Maybe it was space lemmings. Yes. Dude, I can't, I can't even... They need to bring that game back. That was a fun Oh, game. no, it still yeah, very it's much still exists. Lit. I have it really? on my phone. Yeah, I liked that game. All right, we will see y'all next week. Bye. Bye, 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 bye. Bye.